In this episode of The Full Nerd, Intel Hearts AMD, Raja Hearts Intel, and your questions answered. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 35, recorded on November 10th, 2017. I'm Gordon Mong with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. That's playing again. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also with us, Elaine Yi. Hey, everybody. And not actually all here is Adam Patrick Murray. Apparently. Hey, uh, hey, uh, everybody. Hey, uh, I'm going to start calling the fans nerders. So, nerders. Uh, hey, nerders out there. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> Full nerd fans, you, could, you know, Friday I, for sure for you. <laughs> hey, no, I hold on. I do have a legit question, Elena. How are you liking your Xbox One X? Um, I don't know yet because I haven't had a chance to set it up. Oh, you're so excited about the power of the Xbox One X. You haven't even set it up. I've been more excited about the deals that have been coming out. So <laughs> I can talk about that shortly. Money, money, money. Did you just buy it? I mean, uh, so I pre-ordered a Project Scorpio edition Xbox One X, and that arrived on Tuesday, but I left it at the office because I didn't drive into work until today. What is a Project Scorpio edition? That's the very fancy special edition version of it. It's a limited edition. It's for people Mine's who love consoles. Numbered. Yeah. Mine's actually numbered. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, edition. that's dedication for everybody who says, like, Elena is like, oh, you just all... You know, anti-console. This just gives Gordon more ammunition to tell me I'm a dirty console gamer. <laughs> Look, I just don't, I, I'm clearly, I, you know, I got two kids. I'm not in touch with the entire world, but I was surprised <laughs> that the, because I, people were like all hot at me, but like, it's like all the excitement over the, the Xbox One X is 4K at 30 frames a second. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was like, all, is this? 4K 60 frame? Well, I don't... You know, at the beginning of every like, show, we say we're not going to go no, off the we're rails. Not gonna, I'm just saying... And you do it every time, Adam. <laughs> you start it. He always has the exact right question, too. Oh, it's just like, is it really like... So that, that's what it's all about? It's all about like that 30 frames a second? That's what people are like yeah, all... 1080p oh, 60. Yeah! Yeah, way, PC! We got 4K at 30... Oh, come on! <laughs> Uh, Let's just all get along and just like get along where you get to make fun of people. No, but look, the topic drop. I would not do it if people say like, "Yeah, you suck, PC." Speaking yeah. of getting along, oh yeah, see, like, why can't we, we be go. like, "Good job, Intel Brad. Good job, and AMD, good man, yes. right?" Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they got out. Yes, they, they, yeah, they started. They got out some uh, some bongos. They, they started. Uh, <laughs> Singing some songs of getting together and uh, the bombshell news, which was a bombshell, is I mean a bombshell. I uh, yeah, I, super surprising. Yeah, super surprising. I, my jaw literally dropped. Actually, like I was like, what? Like you know, that. I knew often. something was coming. I mean, clearly, because you know, I wrote a story earlier this year saying, you know, there's, uh, you know, because give him credit, you know, Kyle at Hard OCP was saying. You know, there is some big AMD deal in the works with Intel. It didn't quite work out to the scale that I really, um, Kyle was saying it was going to be, you know, I, so it, to me, it wasn't as big a deal. Interestingly, it was a big deal for a lot of people who wouldn't expect it because Intel and AMD hate each other, right? <laughs> but Intel, for people who don't know, they're they're going to be buying an AMD 
graphics part and integrating, sort of integrating it with an upcoming mobile chip. And HBM. Yes, so HBM too. Intel chip with HBM and a Radeon GPU. Yeah, but I mean, so uh, the full details are, well, of course, nobody really knows the full details, but it's going to be used with an upcoming Intel H part, which, you know, uh, is what's in this laptop here, an H part KB Lake, quad core, 45 watts, typically hotter, and they're taking a unknown, I'm going to assume unknown Vega part with HBM2. I wouldn't assume that. I wouldn't assume that. Nope. No, some of the early leaks are looking like uh, there are some early benchmark leaks, and it looks like the core configuration, if they're accurate, could be Polaris. Who knows? Well, why would you? I mean, that makes kind of more sense to me, just because of how much heat Vega has been throwing off. Yeah, but but I where where I didn't know there was a an HBM two memory controller in Polaris though. What are they doing? Like a, a redesign? Well, that's the thing. This is like a semi custom part for Intel, just like the custom parts that AMD makes for Xbox and Sony PlayStation. So right, anything's possible. Okay, everything is possible, Brad. I assume it's it's not as revolutionary as we think it is. I'm assuming they're I'm assuming that what they're doing is they're buying a Vega part, probably a Vega fifty six level kind of like performance with an HBM two. Uh, stack eight gigs right and they they integrate that on their really super cool emib stuff we don't know uh, intel talked about it earlier this year it lets them basically connect up a bunch of different chips on this super fast fabric and make little tiny packages and it's going to be you know tiny the, the motherboard in this laptop is probably about this big and the motherboard or the the gpu and cpu package in this upcoming piece could be like super tiny Super tiny. So the thing that interests me about that, just uh, kind of a tangent, is they were saying it'd fit into thinner, lighter laptops, right? Gaming graphics. But when you reduce the board size like that, I get the lighter, but I don't get the thinner because it's still the same thickness as a motherboard. Well, one thing they can do is, you know, you so you don't have the motherboard. If say a typical, you know, uh, CPU and GPU package is maybe about you know that big, and you shrink it down to this. Ideally, I guess you could add more cooling, right? So you've got more space to add more cooling. If you didn't, if you didn't have, if you didn't have the little tiny package, that cooling would still take up extra space. So you could either make it thinner with the same cooling, or you could, you know, possibly uh, add more cooling so it runs faster than other similarly sized laptops. So uh, we have a, a comment on uh, on YouTube. Lord Wan Fu says uh, it doesn't seem economically feasible to design an HBM controller to be paired with a Polaris part. What do you guys think of that? Depends how much Intel's paying AMD. <laughs> yeah, but I and I uh, I have conspiracy theories. We can get into those later. I think that <laughs> these chips are were asked for by Apple, and Apple is basically the only ones who could get Intel and AMD to work together on something like this. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 yeah. That's that's actually a really good point to bring up because my biggest question after reading all of this news was, what would the application of this chip really be? Like, like actually in a realistic, real world setting, because they're talking about putting them into thin and light laptops like this, but most. Most 15-inch laptops that have those H parts are going to be using discrete graphics. We really haven't seen many laptops at all that have an H part that don't also have discrete graphics. So I'm not sure why you would want, you know, that much extra firepower for your integrated graphics. 
Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's not really integrated. It is well, okay, sorry. discreet, right? It's on the package. But it's still not true discreet graphics. Yeah. Well, I mean, the interesting part to me is that it still has the integrated graphics in the Intel chip, too. So it has both graphics. Right. Oh, huh. And so that's why I don't think it's as revolutionary uh, as was said earlier this year. The, the reason when I reported on it earlier this year, Kyle was saying, uh, basically, Intel was going to license AMD IP and then dump the entire Intel graphics team. That, of course, still could happen. Um, but this is really, it's really like taking all the parts in a laptop similar to this, this is Gigabyte's Aero 15X uh, with an H part and a GeForce GTX 1070 Max Q. Right? Oh, that's 1070? Yeah. So 1070 Max Q, um, and but you shrink it. Of course, 1070 Max Q is probably beyond what this AMD part is, I'm guessing, but it just makes it a lot smaller. I mean, could you could you really shave that much? The concept, uh, if you go to PC World's webpage, you know, we're always going to push our own story, but <laughs> if you go to our, our page, I think it's the only place that I've seen it, but there is a concept uh, laptop that Mark Hawkman grabbed a shot of, and it shows a spectacularly thin laptop, you know, with, with uh, you know, discrete graphics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it. I and as far as the conspiracy theory you're talking about, Brad, I really do think, yeah, there is some, like, I, if this does not show up in the next MacBook Pro 15, I would be surprised because it's mm-hmm. perfect. It's so right up Apple's alley, right? They like miniaturization. They like thinness, kind of plays to what they do. Um, they and were, it seems like they hate NVIDIA ever since Bumpgate. Once all <laughs> that Bumpgate happened and they kind of chucked Apple on the fire. Uh, they haven't seen NVIDIA parts inside of an Apple machine since then. Yeah, so. but you know, time. NVIDIA ended up paying for that. I mean, they pay for everybody. For people who don't know, there there were uh, a, there was a line of notebook GPUs that the solder went bad on, apparently, and it affected everyone. Uh, Dell, Apple, blah, blah, everyone who had these things. You would just be using them, and one day the GPU would just quit, <laughs> and it wasn't coming back. So... People don't like that, but of course, people don't. Apple has made plenty of screw-ups, as much as their fans pretend nothing ever goes wrong. You've had white bumps show up on the screen. You've had keyboards failing because a piece of dust gets in. They've had just tons and tons of failures, too. So I can't see that that being the reason for pushing NVIDIA you know, overboard. Awfully coincidental. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I really, I, in fact, I know somebody in the industry who's just like, God, this is really this is going to go in the MacBook Pro 15, right? It's like, yeah, I was saying mm-hmm. it's got to be, right? It's totally. I would expect it. I don't know. But, you know, again, it's not that revolutionary because all it really is is instead of a discrete GPU sitting, you know, next to the CPU, um, you have it all in one little tiny chip that's like that big. And with what I think it's probably a single stack, so an 8 gig HBM2 stack. It depends on what they want. It could be less. I wouldn't be surprised if it's four for something like this. I would think eight, though. Why go? Why go all that length to do this and then do four gig? And then I, I, that's why I don't believe the Polaris thing. I know people are saying it's Polaris. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think this is a Vega 56 mobile part. I just don't see, I just don't see it. Uh, also, the uh, the chat uh, is saying the they think the difference between integra- calling it integrated and discrete is the number of compute units. Uh, specifically, Jacob Flores says uh, 24 Polaris C, uh, compute units is pretty significant, much more than integrated. 
Well, it's yeah. not performance that, that integrated versus discrete is. I think that the formal definition is, is not based on performance. No? Oh, okay. But it, was 20, it is 24 CUs, right, for this part, I think they're saying? Uh, that's what the leaks say. They well, we haven't know. officially said any hard details. They haven't told us how many CUs are in it. They haven't told us HBM details, nothing like that. Well, it's just... And- Sorry, I was going to say Jacob also says the the leak benchmarks was uh, four gig HPM two. Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense to me. If if you're targeting 1080p, it depends. It depends. I mean, it still is not integrated, but kind of integrated graphics. They only have so much room and space to put in there. So right. What? What? How many CUs in a uh, 56 in a Vega 56 core? <laughs> I oh, don't 56, know right? Isn't that why? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How many lines of resolution in 1080p? Yeah. So it is Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. Huh, okay, I don't know. I it's I but you know, of course it's crazy because this this is that people never expected this, right? So you guys are shocked, I guess. I Well, I'm shocked at it actually happening. I wasn't since those rumors came around last year. I had faith that the people who were reporting them, because both Kyle and Fudo over at Fudzilla were reporting it, and I'm like, those guys usually know they got people on the inside and they know their stuff. But when it happened, it was still like, wow, there's going to be an Intel CPU with a Radeon GPU, and that's wild. Yeah, I so. think it's one of those things where when you hear it, you don't necessarily think whoever's reporting it, especially in this particular case with the sources being as good as they are, you don't necessarily think that it's erroneous. But, I mean, how many times do you say things like, hey, we should get together sometime, you know, like we should like do that thing <laughs> we keep talking about, and then it never comes to pass, right? I just kind of figured it was one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a good so- chance it was going to go nowhere, right? Something that interests me is uh, I'm reading Mark's article and it says Intel says that it'll move gaming class graphics down from systems that are 26 millimeters thick to thin and light PCs at 16 and maybe even 11 millimeters thick. Ooh. 11 millimeters <clears throat> is small. But I noticed how they uh, neglected to mention NVIDIA's Max-Q technology there, which is putting GTX like that one right there, GTX 1070 in about. 18 millimeter thick things yeah so yeah i mean i should have brought in the um the asus uh zephyrus right because that thing is just stupidly thin and that's <laughs> that's really gtx 1075 performance right so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that that is uh i'm i'm not sure where they're going with this honestly i mean it'll be cool and all this but i that thing at the at the other point I'm, i do wonder like so if this is a part they're buying for or they're making for Apple, are, are they going to sell this to Dell and HP or is this just going to? Their terminology in the release, they put up a blog post about it, said devices around the turn of the year, the first quarter or whatever. So the S on there makes me think it'll pop up in more than one. But we'll see. One thing that's interesting to me is that uh, AMD is going to supply Intel with graphics drivers for games and stuff, but it'll actually be Intel pushing out the driver package to users. You won't be dealing with AMD directly. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. That's weird because, I mean, if it, yeah. I mean, if it is classically a disc- – I mean, the system sees it as a discrete GPU, then you should be able to just install your own drivers, you would think. Yeah, but that's not what's going to happen. It's going to be the one driver chip package from Intel pushed to you. Oh, God. So. That is bad. I mean, that is like, 
I mean, Intel drivers for games have sort of like, <laughs> I like when people like give Mark, AMD a hard time for like, oh, your drivers are terrible. Yeah, well, they're not as bad as Intel's. Yeah, that's true. You got a fair point. <laughs> well, I will leave you alone now. Because they were just like, yeah. They said they're going to work with the Radeon group to supply day one drivers for new games. So they're aware of that fact, at least it sounds like. Uh, and actually, apparently that's really easy too, right? That's like a, a very easy thing for Intel to do now at this point. Drivers? To, yeah. To, to contact with, uh, the, the Radeon group. Oh. Oh, oh I sent them a segue. <laughs> yeah. So this was a pretty interesting week. So this happened on Monday, right? Then on Tuesday, Raja Kadori, the head of Radeon for years, quit AMD. He was supposed to be on sabbatical for a few months, but then Tuesday he quit. People were surprised. And then Wednesday, what happened? I asked why your mouth's full of water. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about this one. Raja basically oh. says, see ya. He's like, he's like, hey, everybody, I'm over at Intel. Like, he's like, took off his red shirt and put on his blue shirt, and he's over there sitting Intel right now. I'm going to guess. I guess he made some yeah, he's good friends. Intel to head up. Uh, didn't design a high-end discrete graphics for a broad range of computing segments. So Intel is kicking off high-end discrete graphics division Ooh. that it didn't have before. Big right. big news, big news. Uh, Snipe yeah. over on YouTube uh, wonders what Raja can do with a budget that Intel can provide him. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it really, just it really does kind of uh, change things around. I mean, to me, the the bigger thing is like Intel again finally cares about high-end graphics, <laughs> right? I mean, they've done it a couple times before. I think it's more about the data center and going after NVIDIA for those data center AI machine learning dollars than it is about PCs. But it would be nice if we have a third player in the PC space, too. Yeah. I mean, they didn't specifically say where it's going to go. It's just kind of like it'll end up in data center. It'll end up in in mm-hmm. client, I'm going to match. It'll probably trickle down a client. Although maybe that's the easiest place they can they can get, you know, get it out, though. Mm-hmm. In PCs. God, it is funny. I need a beer. How can we bring a beer in here, man? It's not a lie. But people people worry about, uh, you know, won't they get sued into oblivion? Because, you know, supposedly in graphics IP, it's very locked down. And it is. But people forget that Intel has been making graphics chips for years themselves. I mean, they make graphics cores. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the... The landmines for intellectual property are just the patents. I just like, I don't know how you avoid them. Like between NVIDIA and AMD, who basically bought everybody who went out of business, they probably own 90% of all the IP out there. What I do kind of wonder is how all this affects all of the Intel licensing. Like Intel has has a license with NVIDIA that everybody's, you know, mentioned many, many, many times before. Uh, And that is not because I think Intel is like, hey, we're using an NVIDIA graphics core, but it's like, we got in a lawsuit and we've agreed to license it from them. We're not, we may not even be using anything they have, but that doesn't mean anything with the, the law of the land. Right. I mean, just because it's a similar concept might mean you could get sued. This, they just it's have the a, same reason that all the Android developers license Microsoft patents. Right. <laughs> but I kind of wonder how this works because Intel will now like 
clearly they want to i i think you're right brad they want to they they're worried about nvidia they want they want to get in the data center they want to make sure that they don't wake up one day and everybody's buying nvidia gpus for data centers and are buying intel cpus mm-hmm. so uh, uh yep. jeffrey over on youtube uh, is asking wouldn't there be a non-compete clause in, in <laughs> russia's uh yeah like, like it's i don't think non-compete clauses are uh legal in california so oh. that's where all this is happening. Oh, so. huh. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> I didn't know that AMD did release a statement they saying did. we will defend oh, yeah. our, uh, our stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, that I have it right here. I can read it out for everybody. Do it. It is standard practice for all AMD employees to sign an agreement that includes post-employment confidentiality and non-solicitation obligations. Other companies are familiar with this requirement and understand legal obligation to protect and maintain the confidentiality of AMD's information, blah, 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 blah. The industry is well aware that AMD has industry graphics, leading graphics IP, and if necessary, we will vigorously defend it. So it's not non-compete. They're saying you can't go to Intel and talk about AMD's secrets and you can't try to hire AMD people. Right. So, So, I mean... Anyone who is going to make a move like this would probably not have done it without some legal counsel, is my guess. So I'm pretty sure that whatever is happening, it's being done very delicately. And I think AMD issued that statement. My take on that statement is just AMD is saying, like, hey, reminder, we better not see anything that you know about that's confidential to us. Otherwise, we are going to sue. Infinity or fabric. Right. Otherwise, (laughs) otherwise they can't touch any of that. Yeah. I kind of wonder what like Roger's last week was before sabbatical. <laughs> like, hey, what you doing, Roger? Just printing stuff out. You want me to do that for you? <laughs> no, no, that's good. I got it. No, no, I can do it for you. Well, I can staple it. No, 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 it's cool. You know, I just you know gonna be doing some fishing. Just want to print out Google Maps. Yeah, uh, like my kids. But want it's like. You know, all the paper's gone. You must print like eight hundred pages. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just giving him a hard time. <laughs> so, uh, who who should be more worried about this, Nvidia or AMD? It's bad for both, but Nvidia is the ones who should be worried. I think between this, between the AMD Intel chip, I think. I mean, what if? Sure, it's targeting the data center, I think. Like I said, I think this is because they want to get in the data center. But what if this bit with the, as I said, I think Apple making them integrate the AMD chip into the new MacBook Pro makes them go, hey, we should just start doing our own GPUs there too so that we don't have to have Radeon next time. Mm. Didn't NVIDIA issue a statement already? I thought I saw something about that pop up my news feed, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Jensen, uh, I think it's throwing shade, it's, right? It's a 1080Ti-Ti. No. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think Jensen was throwing shade. Yeah, Jensen yet, was, no. uh, it was their quarterly financials and people were asking them questions and basically every answer was you know we're great and they're not going to catch up to us so good luck to them <laughs> but with okay. much more shade yeah as, as only jensen could do right i gotta yeah. say that i you know i'm gonna i'm gonna take it old school here and i'm gonna i'm gonna go all the way back for people who remember there's a couple of failed products which most people Grandpa just don't Gordon remember minute. no look go all the way back and I remember because I, I worked for Boot Magazine at the time and we had run an interview and they were, it was about uh, Intel and i740. They, Intel, Intel, I think they brought they bought real 3D and Intel was like, oh my God. Like, and we're talking, of course, the 1990s, right? So in the 1990s, Intel, which of course 
you you think people think Intel's a force now? In the 1990s, Intel was like AT&T or the federal government, an unstoppable <laughs> force. And <clears throat> there everybody was like, "Oh, this is it's over for everybody. This is like this is like Intel getting into graphics. There's no way anybody's going to survive, right? It's going to you know, of course at the time you had 3DFX, you had uh Nvidia, you had I mean there must have been like 6 or 7 or 10 or 12 different graphics players. Intel's like, "Oh, yeah, this is like Big, this is it. And of course, <laughs> it went nowhere. It absolutely went nowhere at all. Completely just fell on its face, imploded. And they, they gave up. They, they turned it into essentially into integrated graphics. They said, we don't care anymore. And then uh, people who, the other one is uh, Project Larrabee, which was, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to build, we're going to do discrete graphics card. In fact, they got all the press in the, well, it must have been, Early two thousands that we're gonna we're gonna show you something we're gonna show you our graphics card we're going we're coming back into you know high end graphics we're serious this time we're showing it to you running I talked to a couple of OEMs like yeah you know actually in the lab it's it's competitive or it looks it looks very competitive with you know Nvidia and AMD's products or ATI at the time and of course mm-hmm. it blew yeah. up and went nowhere <laughs> so the difference I gotta between say, those and this is that those were for gamers at this time. Now there's big data center money tied up in this, which I think puts a little fire into the seat. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to say, cause they really sort of went into denial mode. I think they just, they did not want to admit that, you know, that the GPU was actually doing really well in data center as it is. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, but, I'm, between, uh, you know, Epic's launch, which was pretty strong, I think. And Nvidia just chewing up data center. That's like, that's where Intel makes a lot of money. Qualcomm even just launched data center chips earlier this week. So yeah, they must be sweating right now. <laughs> I don't know about Qualcomm personally, but <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how to say his name. S S M Farhad Uzaman, uh, over on YouTube says, um, you know, making GPUs is not a one man job. No, you know how much uh, you know R- Roger leaving. You know he he wasn't his own team. Are we making a bigger deal of this essentially? I, I don't think so because I mean clearly this guy was running RTG. He's been in graphics for a long time, and I you know I know Roger. He is super smart. There is a reason Friend why of the show Roger. Everybody talks about Roger when he goes places. Right, he's a mover and a shaker. Um, yeah, it's not one person. It is never just about one person, but it's about a person building a team, sort of seeing where, you know, what the goal is, and then getting all the pieces. And uh, Intel does have incredible resources. Also, yep. they have their fabs are the envy of the free world, right? They they make the best chips in the world. So you put that, and you put the right team in place, you put the right architecture in place, and yeah, who knows where it's going to go, but. It's not going to turn apart over, and we're not going to see, like, oh, brand new Intel <laughs> discrete graphics card in 12 months. If they did, people would know. That, that is something worth, like, holy smokes, you know, dropping your job up. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to I think it's overnight. worth remembering, too, that uh, AMD's graphics division was a big mess a few years ago. Remember all the, the jokes and all the derision and stuff about amd software drivers being so bad that was not very long ago but then they developed uh they created the radeon technologies group and put everything under one house and made raja the boss of it and they really turned it around in that little bit of time like people dump on vega but the improvement in radeon technologies group since it was formed 
is pretty massive, I think. And I think we shouldn't forget that that was pretty, you know, sizable difference compared to where we were a few years ago. Well, and, and hopefully he left a culture behind that helps facilitate growth in the future. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it could continue to be a good thing for AMD. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're still AMD. <laughs> yeah. One person leaving doesn't mean anything. I mean, they're still a big, they're still AMD. So, <laughs> yeah. Although I, I do wonder, um, you know, because when he took a sabbatical, people were like, oh, is this because Vega was not what people expected? You know, mm-hmm. did he leave AMD under his own volition? Of course, we're all speculating. We have absolutely no idea. We're just speculating here. But there was a lot of like raised eyebrows when he left. And like, mm-hmm. so I, I do. What, what, what do you think? Do, do you think was Vega a success? Was it enough to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's all internal stuff. No idea. I'm not going to speculate too much. But well, I don't think externally, seen, as 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 I, we are, we're we're consumers. We're the ultimate consumers of the technology. I don't think we've seen Vega truly shine yet. I think that Vega has a lot of Ford stuff built into it, which you shouldn't buy today because you don't buy promises for the future today. But I think Vega. I want to see what these MacBooks with Vega in them are like. I want to see stuff like that. You know. I mean, I think there's a lot. These are going to be going to a lot of Apple things. They're going to be different uses for Vega that makes it more interesting than these cards are in the short term. So mm. uh, uh, Nicholas over on uh, Facebook uh, is wondering why AMD hasn't pursued any X Nvidia talent to head their RTG. I'm sure they have. It's a massive company with thousands of employees. Right. I'm sure there's intermingling. Also, two hundred and twelve dollars shares. I think probably help a little. One bit. thing, <laughs> yeah, right. One thing I find interesting from this whole ordeal, because like reading forums and stuff, a lot of people feel kind of betrayed by the defection. Uh, <laughs> I think it's really interesting. Yeah, it's pretty nuts out there in some of those places. But I think it's really interesting. Like if you think about Nvidia and you think about Intel, you can't say, "Hey, X person." is the head of GeForce. X person is the head of Intel Core CPU. As mm-hmm. as normal consumers, you or I might be able to. Uh, I think it's really interesting that AMD's marketing the past few years played up the whole Radeon Rebellion stuff and did push Raja and a couple other people out in the spotlight. Hmm. And now it's kind of backfiring, I think. I just find that interesting. You, you know what I mean? To build it on personality, <laughs> yeah. It's like the yeah. the Verizon guy, right? he's at sprint now you're like what (laughs) so yeah that's kind of what it's like that's what it's it's gonna be the same if lisa sue ever leaves with ryzen i think a lot of people have uh put a lot on the cult of personality of lisa sue as well and i just think it's an interesting tactic and i think it's it's kind of burning them right now yeah but it's i mean but it's something you gotta sort of do i mean it's like t-mobile right when you're playing the underdog and you're playing the scrappy under look at the t-mobile dude whatever his name is I don't john know. Gary. yeah okay but you know he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he looks like a, i gotta say is like I, I like what they do right i'm a verizon user which you know is like more of a verizon prisoner but it'd be nice <laughs> to like t-mobile's like hey that's that that guy's so scrappy i like what he does yeah, i'm not gonna use t-mobile I, I, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, though, that people are so impassioned about it that they are giving AMD grief for this move because it means that they, with the whole personality angle, they've managed to earn that level of passion 
from their fans. So given that they have so much they're up against, I think they kind of need that in their corner. They can't afford to just be another faceless behemoth of a corporation. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I think it's kind of unfair to say, you know, uh, be, betrayal too. I mean, everybody. Oh yeah. I, I was quoting the, Oh no, I know you're quoting the internet. I, I just think, you know, I, what are you going to do? Right. It, it's like you, a sports team. You know, when, when, when one player moves to a different team, people get real upset about it sometimes. Right. I mean, we'll never know what, what, what spurred the move you know is it just i mean but you know maybe it's like the promise of like hey we're gonna you know you couldn't do this you can't do this with the resources and the funding of amd we're gonna do this we're we are gonna we are gonna let you conquer nvidia right we're gonna give yeah. you the resources to beat nvidia which and you know your salary and the salary too <laughs> then maybe you know maybe that's a super attractive thing like you know I mean, I, I mean, if we are speculating, I also think it's also entirely possible that if you've been at the helm of something for a few years and you've been pouring your you know, whole life and soul into it and you actually do take a real sabbatical and you realize the ship hasn't fallen apart without you at the helm that, oh, maybe I can take other opportunities. Like yeah. my team is so good that they don't have to have me at the helm and I can go pursue something on a personal level that, you know, is a little new that recharges me. That's a really good point. And then I will also say, everybody has a price. <laughs> I have <True>. a price. <laughs> Are you going to name it? I'm not saying that if <laughs> Apple said, he's a networking, we right need now. a spokesperson for Apple's gaming lineup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, confirmed. I have a price. I would like... That's just the way it is. And then suddenly Gordon's going to whatever. Do if anybody, with an iPhone, a MacBook Pro, everybody says the shadow of him dancing in the Apple commercial. Oh, and, and there's nothing better than this Apple uh, laptop that I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> See the Apple logo on this Apple laptop. See, uh, right. Apple laptop. nice with touch. Uh, snipe over oh, yeah. on uh, YouTube. This says uh, he thinks he, the only critic he can think of Raja's is maybe Navi, since it was his baby. But you know. He did yeah. good stuff over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting because this is really Navi was more of, I mean, I don't think Vega was, Vega was probably already in the works when he sort of took over RTG, right? That's that's kind of what the rumors are. So they the, the rumors have always said that Navi will be his full thing, but who knows? I mean, we're not inside there, so. Uh, also, Cy, a uh, friend of the show, Cy on Facebook says, uh, hey, the Radeon Rebel is right here. We have survived without Raja. We will survive. Or we've survived. Yes. Anyway, you get the idea. It's <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Also, uh, I just got an email from NVIDIA, and they are looking for the GeForce Rebel. It'll pay 10 <laughs> times more. Switch the logo. Everybody. I'm just saying everybody. It doesn't. People get a little too hung up, and this is not, this is not a sports team. And by the way, Kevin Durant plays for the Warriors now. It's just not, right? it's not the end it's of the sore, world. It's a sore spot. True, true. Uh, but you also, know what I hope out of all this? I hope that Intel chips start using FreeSync. That's what I want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. See, you know, but nice. the thing is they have, they do support it. They have said they would support it. They just have, it doesn't seem like they haven't been. done it. <laughs> I got to say like, well, who cares? Like, um, what do you really need FreeSync to run that on your integrated graphics on your, your KB Lake part? Your That's your when you need it the most. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, FreeSync does not work, point. does not work at six frames a second. It's just not, it's just not. But I mean, realistically speaking, we've seen those Steam surveys. There are so many people playing on integrated graphics that Brad has a very valid point. Yeah, I know. I that know. might point at that point, you might as well just, uh, get an Xbox One X, right? 
Why, Adam? <laughs> Why would you want to derail it again? <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, Foo Barbarian uh, says Gordon's next move will be to go to the Xbox team. Oh, uh, by if, the if way, the price is right. <laughs> Xbox is awesome. It's just the best deal in time. I find when I'm playing on my machine at 60 to 75 or 90 frames a second, I get headaches. <laughs> so it's actually been proven. We have uh, some Microsoft-funded scientists so that 30 frames a second at 4K is just, it really does reduce eye strain. There's <laughs> too many frames. I, doctor, what's wrong with me? Things look so sharp at these high texture ultra settings on the PC. Well, clearly, if you filter it down some more. <laughs> if you put it through the Xbox filter. See, I I, uh, I could do it. I could do this. I can do this. Perfect. <laughs> and there's his job interview right there. Right. See, perfect. <laughs> Done. Easy. I'm, I'm doing it in... Uh, with, with... Yeah, I totally believe that. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I've lo I'm lost. It is Friday. Are we, are we, so we segueing to the next topic? Because the whole 4K thing is a great thing that I can use. Oh, talk about some deals. Segway. Yeah, well, and, and actually, deals. real quick, uh, now is the time to ask these uh, these guys your questions. Put them in chat. Gals. Uh, yeah, people. Uh, I will put them uh, in a spreadsheet and go through them. Uh, but while you're asking your questions for me, uh, Elena, why don't you take away some deals that you've seen, huh? Right. So Black Friday is no longer a day of the month. It is a, a general state of mind. theme. Yes, a state of mind. You just enter it at the, <laughs> the end of October every year now. And so we're seeing some good deals already trickle out. Um, there's for more general technology stuff, I have a list of that already started on PCWorld.com. Nice. But I, I saw a couple today that for specific, specifically for the full nerd nerd crew. God, it really is Friday. I can't enunciate. You can call them, just call them the nerders. <laughs> just nerders. You know. Right. Yeah. So for the nerders out there, I have a couple <laughs> that I saw that I wanted to call out. Hopefully these are still valid if you are either watching or listening to this podcast tomorrow or whenever you are listening. But, uh, okay, don't laugh. But there's an FX8350 um, available for $74 at Amazon right now. That's after a mail-in rebate of $40. So if for some reason you're, you know, you want to build a more modest machine or you're rocking like a 6300 and you want to upgrade your chip, that's an option. I think 75 as, is one of the best deals As your seen. build uh, article showed, that could be used to deliver Xbox One X style performance when paired with the right graphics card. Perfect. Yep. Uh, for the uh, fans of many, many cores, there's a Threadripper 1900X deal at Amazon. It's 450 right now, which I believe is $100 off MSRP. That's, that's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not, as good as that, yeah, it's not as good as that combo <laughs> deal that we saw, though. We saw a combo deal, was it like earlier this week, yeah. where it was the 1950X, the $1,000 part, bundled with a $400 motherboard for $1,000. Right, or, yeah. uh, or seven board, or seven gaming, I think. Yeah, it was like, a nice motherboard. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. combo $1, deal is expired now, so... Sadly, it is no longer available for us to drool well, over. That's just, was that like a crazy, like, you can get three at this price thing? Or was it, it was actually available, right? It I was mean, actually available. I mean, I don't see many people going, oh, crap, it's in stock. I got to get seven, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Not unless you work for, you know, some <laughs> office that does heavy, heavy encoding work or something, <laughs> transcoding stuff. But, um, no, I think it just expired just because I think it was like a new egg bundle. And those are usually just for yep. like a day or two. Okay. 
What else you got? You got you, that was such good, a good deal. FX part, right? That's impressive. Come on, War, blow okay. our socks off here. Uh, sorry, you're gonna have to keep them on for now. Uh, the last one I wanted to mention for now is an RX 560 four gigabyte version, eighty dollars after a twenty dollar mail in rebate at Newegg. And the thing wow. about Newegg is that if you live in the U.S., you can sign up for uh, what is this? The, um, Shop the PayPal Shop Runner deal, which is where you basically if you you're a PayPal member of any Stripe and variety, you can go to the special link on ShopRunner's site and you get a one-year free trial of ShopRunner that basically gives you free two-day shipping at Newegg plus free return shipping. And it doesn't cost you anything for this trial. It's like Amazon Prime-like. Essentially, but for like a whole other set of retailers. So there's like Newegg and like a bunch of clothing retailers and so on and so forth. That's not bad. I got to say. Yeah, it's not bad at all. That ain't bad. 560 for 80 bucks? The four That's gigabyte That's version too. Slap that right in the PC, and you got a console beater right there for eighty bucks. Yeah, console matcher at least. Yeah. So uh, the link for Shop Runner, if you are interested, we can we can put in the show write up, but it's uh, uh, shoprunner dot com slash p slash PayPal. That's the link for the trial. That's cool. can I get in on this for a second? Yeah. I wanna, I wanna... Deal time. So it's the one I was talking to you about that I was so jazzed about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what... Logitech's G502 Core is our best rated mouse. Like if you go to PC World's Guide, what mouse should you get? You should get this mouse. It's normally 80 bucks. Uh, Best Buy is selling it for 30 bucks right now. What? Oh, wow. Wait, 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 wait. So if you can get that, get that. that Right Right now, now. I just checked. It's showing in-store pickup only, so you might need to be close. But it keeps wavering back and forth between being able to order it online to be an in-store pickup. If yeah, you can yeah. get that, that's a hell of a deal. Wait, what, what's yeah. the model? It's the uh, G502 Core. There's also like, Core. There's like a Proteus Spectrum, I think, that's $30 more. But that the one, one has RGBs. Uh, yeah, it has the flashy, flashy lights. And that's the pricey one. But uh, if you want well, that's just... That's $45. Bucks. No, that's, no, my, mine's, well, that's mine's says spectrum. 30. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. spectrum we're talking about. Oh, I about. know. That, that's not bad. It's not bad, but if you just want our actual best mouse pick, it's the core oh. version. I see. I swear to God, I think yeah. there is, we really should just have like, we should just sit there in our jammies on, on uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving. It takes a little while to searching. curate them. So, I mean, if you're interested in the other deals, I did list this mouse deal along with a bunch of other stuff like smart home stuff and some PC components. I think there is a deal for a 1050 Ti for 130. So, not nearly as good as this 560, but <laughs> it's not bad either. This, yeah. yeah. So it's it's listed in our article. If you go to the homepage, it's right there. So you don't have to really go digging for it. I got to say that 80 to $100, $120 GPU range, that it really, that services a lot of people who just can't yeah. afford it's really, it's to pretty go out nice. and buy an Xbox One uh, X. I mean, they can't afford it. They can just upgrade I the didn't GPU bring it for $150. I know you didn't. Bucks. $100, <laughs> you upgrade. Uh, I, What's I'm, cool is a lot of them don't need uh, PCI power supplies. Some of them do. So you don't need extra power connections you can just take them and throw them in whatever yeah. thing nice. you're running even if it wasn't already a gaming rig i think nice. the 1050 ti that i mentioned does probably probably will because it has like one of those like large coolers right? and that so, that yeah. deal is also on the story that you have on pcworld.com yeah, i can bring it up if i want we can just mention a, maybe not, a couple other things that's not bad 1050 well, what, ti what's the url i'll put it in the chat 
<laughs> it's like the home shopping. I wish we were at the counter. Put the ca- counter thing there. Oh, how funny. I, I, I'm just interested. I just like, I really, I'm going to, well, of course, it's a bummer. This mouse thing is only Best Buy store only, not. It, will, was, it went flip back and forth. Like yesterday morning, like uh, what around 8 a.m. Pacific, Brad messages me. He's like, oh, darn, it's like out of stock. And I, you know, I offered, I can, we have them in stock here. I can pick one up for you. He's like, no, it's okay. I'll just, I'll see what happens. And then I was checking the prices to see what was still available because I, I like to make sure the article is you know up to date every day so I'll like cross out things that are no longer available and I, I saw it come up and it had the yellow add to cart button I messaged Brad again I was like hey if you want it it's, it's back in stock I think you should grab it now if you want it so. so that means if you want it and it's only store pickup now keep refreshing that every couple hours who knows it might go back or you can always you do what I do, and I find relatives or friends in the area and say, like, hey, next time I see you, can I just pick that up for you, from you if you're willing to go to the store for me? Uh, e- even I'm tempted because I'm, I'm a, a Razor Death Adder guy, but, okay. uh, you know, I, I do like the look and, and feel of those uh, of those Logitech mice, so. Yeah, yeah. So. and I want. I said thirty bucks. It's a great. That's a that's a damn good. I'd deal. probably buy like three or four and just. <laughs> no, nah, and the reason why is I <laughs> use, I use them as gifts because every time my kids are like, oh, I got to go to a birthday party, right? And like, oh, what do you want to do for a gift? I, I really got to <laughs> know like what again? school do your kids go to where everybody's playing on PC. I don't see the thing is I don't California. This is just I. And the thing is I. It's public school. It's private school. It's just that's what. No. Maybe it's a, wrong. Maybe no. it's the Bay Area. Fake news. Fake news. Don't. No, don't. I know so many people who still play on console. I don't know many people at all. Where they're I, like, look, look. My I know you think a, I'm trolling you when I don't understand. Like I really like when I say when I think people say they prefer playing console games to PC games. I honestly <laughs> believe that, and I think they're trolling me. They think I'm trolling them because I I was like, look. <laughs> Here's uh, filet mignon. He, I, I got a great question. You uh, want a big from uh, Todd Madden? He says, "Can Brad's beard make my baby?" Uh, probably <laughs> physically, but I'm going to have to pass on you. <laughs> Would it be like a, a beard baby? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but we're not going to find out because he passed on the yeah. offer. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, what, you know what about that 4K panel thing? You were just oh, freaking out about. Oh yeah, yeah, I totally forgot to mention it. So there, Sweet. I, there's an LG 4K IPS FreeSync 27 inch. monitor, 27 inches, available at Newegg right now. I think the deal's valid till like the 13th. It's three hundred dollars after the coupon code. Where is this again? Newegg. And so That's damn good. I don't, I don't need it, but I really want it's it. If I, you don't buy it now, you're going to kick yourself I, or not. I it's IPS. The, I bought the Xbox One X, and I should be responsible. As just return it. Doesn't that hey. work with your Xbox? Yeah, yeah I mean, but she, she didn't open it. You, you, can just, you can just return it, right? You didn't open no. it yet. Was yeah. it this LG, the one that's 329 Yeah. So, yeah, so I just went to Newegg.com, and I searched for a box 4K IPS. Bam. 329 LG 27UD58P. Dash B. Modern names suck. Yes. It does. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's just terrible. But I, I was con- considering that, and I, it, it, is th- it does last through the weekend, so I have some time to think about yeah, it. Ends on four on on ends on Monday. Yeah, Monday. sale ends on Monday. Do you yeah. do you ever put any of these deals on uh, on your Twitter so people can you know get get notifications? Mm. Always, I think I'll just be dumping these into that article as I find them. Okay. It's just easier if it's all collated. And well, I'm just wondering if it, maybe stuff. even on the the PC World Twitter, if it, you know, like. 
because sometimes these deals are so quick, you know, like in, in people might want notifications, you know, maybe that's. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't always put them up because I, if I think they're going to sell out fast. I, yeah. I get too many disappointed, sad tweets and it <laughs> just brings my mood down. I saw that I, the other day. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's like, it's sold out. I'm like, yeah, but you just should, kidding, everybody. <laughs> that's all I, I swear to God, we should, because Elena has like, you know, she has. The force, the cheap force is strong in her. <laughs> like that, this, she can like find deals like out of nowhere. She I can s- just like. I can just smell them. I yeah. Just, it's like <laughs> I pick it back on that goodness. The great ones that she passes to me, I yeah. tweet out. The, well, uh, you know. <sighs> there's like the Shield TV right now. Wait, 170. The new one? With the controller. Yeah. With the controller? You, yeah, with the controller. Uh, there's like a bunch of wireless Logitech keyboards. So if you have like a home theater PC that you want a wireless keyboard for, there's mm. quite a few mm. models. Mm. I actually ended up picking up the K480 Bluetooth one, which is $20 right now because I hate typing like responses on Facebook or whatever to friends, but everyone messages on that now. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not swiping my way through like 500 words to respond to your inqu- inquiry. Okay, guys. <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. There's a few laptops. There's, oh, you know that GS63 uh, VR that we really liked yes, last year? Yes, yes. The super yeah. thin one it with 1060? We picked it as the best one, I think. Yeah, it's um, the 256 gigabyte SSD plus 100 or one terabyte hard disk drive version is $1,300 right now on Best Buy. So What's it normally? Uh, that model, I think, is probably like fifteen or sixteen hundred. Yeah, I think it hasn't Ooh. it hasn't moved much, but yeah. thirteen hundred is not a bad deal. It's not bad. I mean, it's not like oh my god, but it's not bad. Some phone deals, smart home stuff. Uh, there was storage. I'm not sure if it's still valid for one of them. Let me check. But there's like a, there was a four terabyte portable drive available. For, yeah, it's still available for eighty bucks. Oh, hey, so this 4K monitor that you're going to buy, I was just <laughs> looking, buy. it's got two HDMI and one display port, it looks like. That's not terrible. No, huh. no, it's nice. You know? It's all you need. Yeah. 27 inches, it's not bad. Are you going to show it to us when you get it? <laughs> I still haven't decided. You know, it's really hard to to love it, even though I want it, because the bezel on it is actually thicker than the uh, the Dell 4K all-in-one that I'm still finishing the review for. That one has got <laughs> really nice bezels up. on it. And every time I look at it, I'm like, man, I just I just wish you were a monitor. Like, I don't need <laughs> the rest of the guts because I already have that. Says said what everybody said about Surface Studio. Um, <laughs> the cool thing about this, though, since it's 4K and FreeSync, you should be able to run this with your Xbox. Yeah. Right? Which would be great. And my 290X. Oh, and your 290X. But I'm I'm just saying, because then you get free sync and you get 4K, so 30 frames a second would be okay. <laughs> All right, we have uh, another question. Uh, Time for questions <laughs> yeah, now. Uh, Let's go to the questions. I'll kick it off real quick while Gordon gets the uh, paper. Uh, Ernest White says, uh, guys, where's the VR in the conversations for the upcoming holiday season? Oh, VR Oculus is already, I mean, five months ago, Oculus, if you went to go buy an Oculus set with the full set of Oculus touch controllers, it would have cost you the same 800 bucks as a HTC Vive. Over this summer, the Vive is down to 600 bucks. You can get a full Oculus setup for 400 bucks. Yeah, prices already dropped. With uh, modern hard- hardware, I mean, you can run Oculus on easily a sub $500 PC these days. So... I mean, it's looking pretty good. I don't. We'll have to see if they get sales, but I got to imagine they're working pretty close to the profit margins already with that Facebook money. Yeah, probably. Yeah, although I, you know, there was a deal. I don't think it's yeah, it's expired. But this yeah. was. I just want to talk about it because that was 
it seemed pretty crazy. Ten seventy founders edition and a vibe. Eight hundred dollars. You guys see that one? Yeah. And Fallout Four. Oh, and Fallout Four. Yep. Dang. That was the That's beginning of the month. I That's think. Good Late October. That was good. Just ten seventy, still four hundred dollars, right? Yeah. But you know, it's a really good time of year to buy things. I I actually <laughs> I actually plan my spending around this, so I try to be minimal for most of the year. And then come like October, I just look at my bank account and I think hey, it's time. <laughs> it's time to maximize. Yeah, maximize <laughs> your purchase purchase power. I guess. It's like a treasure hunt. I never know which of the things I want I'm going to get. <laughs> is there anything else in VR? I don't know if there is any. Uh, I, I really kind of, I, I wish Vive had hit like $500. Then I would get one for home. But I mean, it's very possible. Vive, I think. Next year, maybe. It is possible. Uh, I think that it has so much more hardware. You need the light stations. You need the all that stuff. Whereas the Oculus is just little like speaker looking things that you put on your desk. I don't know if it'll get much cheaper, but the Vive experience, in my opinion, is hands down better than even Oculus would touch. So, yeah. I mean, it's worth the premium, but 400 bucks for an Oculus Rift setup is amazing. I mean, I consider yeah. that a deal already. It is actually really good. That Oculus, that $400 price point is really good. But Earlier this year, there was an Amazon deal where they were running it. You could get Oculus for 400 bucks plus a $100 Amazon gift card. So be on the lookout for that kind of stuff this holiday season, I would say. Oh, and you know, I, I just, I want to mention it, although it's phone-based, so not going to be gr- the best <sighs> in the world, but I was oh, actually very so surprised. we have questions, Gordon. We have so many questions. We, all right, we got questions. the questions. Leno- the Lenovo, go look up the Lenovo Jedi, who knows, whatever, you know, Disney thing. But it was actually, for phone-based VR, it was... It's okay. It was... It was okay. Well, co- versus like, basically, you know, kind of snooze master kind of look 360 picture that i took of the grand canyon what? Huh? at low resolution questions questions all right questions, questions. okay we well, you want to start with yours no you go with go with those guys they've been waiting for a lot longer okay well <laughs> yeah because clearly i uh i've been losing track these are from an email account which account is that, that this they is can from send these the to? full nerd at pcworld.com unfortunately some of them have stacked up because we've been so busy uh also um the printer is just still stuck on the default size of paper it's just your <laughs> yes pc yeah that never, <laughs> never happens with mine all right this is 2016 i'm sure we read that one <laughs> uh, <laughs> this person uh matt z did we talk about this one god i've lost track i can't see it clc is basically saying you guys said um clcs are great you think they're better than air yeah, coolers we, we've, we've answered that we've answered that we, okay forget about it somebody else should have okay well you know this account. one's new it's from matt brown dear business owner of pcworld.com i'm a certified web analytics professional holding some exact information for your website what yes and you can make 70 dollars an hour what okay. Spam. Actually, Wait, I think no, you read that going. one before, too. Yeah. Too late. Oh, so Typer's we... already been thrown. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Danny Brugman, I'm the tech director of my church, and I'm building a higher-end custom PC for video rendering, recording, and maybe even encoding. Hmm. I'll function somewhat as an active, and it, it'll uh, it'll function somewhat as an active. Archive. Ar- archive and editing device. These, these fonts are really tiny on this big sheet of paper. <laughs> I'm really tempted to try the new Threadripper CPUs, but they're a little pricey for me. $2,500 max budget, including monitor. Right now, I'm leaning toward building the machine with a Ryzen 7 1800X, a 1080 Ti, 32 gigs of RAM, two, 256 gig SSD, and two hard drives, one terabyte. I feel like the Ti is overkill for video. 
Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The the scaling the scaling on those high end graphics cards. Uh, I haven't seen a huge return between the 1070 to 1080. So I, I think the TI is overkill. If I, I'd rather take a, a you know maybe a 1080 and get bump it bump it up to maybe the low end Threadripper. What do you think? Yeah, I would say yeah. well maybe hmm. even a 1070. But we're we're looking at twenty five hundred dollars with monitor. So say set aside four hundred for a monitor. Right? Yeah, probably. I mean, I still think that budget could ac- accommodate a low-end Threadripper. So like a 12-core 1920X. Yeah. 1920X, yeah. I would do the... I, I would probably do... Because what you're going to be doing, the video re- rendering, recording, and all that stuff, you really are going to be running on these PCIe devices. It's probably better to go for that 12-core Threadripper. Yeah. 12-core Threadripper. I would say even 20, step down to a 1070. Yeah, 2500. You can even bump up the size of the SSD. Like, 256 yeah, is really conservative. I would do one terabyte. Like, the That's issue with tough. Threadripper, though, is you also step up to the $300 plus dollar motherboards. True. Yeah. So, I, think I think it would still fit in that budget. I think it would. For 2500 I mean, you'd spend, like, maybe 1000 just on motherboard and the CPU and then another 1,000 RAM storage yeah. video card, I'll, and then you still have a little room left over to tweak it. All that said, if you're looking to save money, if it's a church and you'd rather save money, up until the past six months, eight core 16 threads were like the best that you could get for these in the consumer space. So I don't think he would go wrong with Ryzen 7 either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, it w- it would be fine, but yeah, I definitely unless you're going to be doing gaming, um, I would say the TI. Like I agree with that. I would say step down a 1070, even consider a 1060 because it really doesn't make a huge difference in CUDA encoding. Um, from what I've seen, I mean, maybe it's changed in a bit, but um, well, I actually, it's fine. it's one of my play games too. Yeah, yeah true. Well, yeah. well, one of my favorite features of the new Full Creators update is is having that. Uh, because I always run Task Manager, like I even have it going right now, just to, uh, I like watching the numbers, uh, and yeah, ha- having the, the GPU, to be able to monitor the GPU easily is, is nice, so I, I've been looking on encodes en- and stuff, and I, I run both a 1070 at home and a 1080 here, and it, it's not it's not pushing that much, that yeah. much yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, you know, 1060, maybe? Maybe. You're not going to give it that much. I would probably want more cores, and then that gets you into a 1920X, mm. so... Is the 1920X better th- uh, than a Ryzen 7 for gaming? Um, if it, Assuming probably, he's going to yeah, maybe do some gaming. I yeah. probably would be awash because you're looking at this 4 way. gigahertz. The, the actual stated purpose doesn't say anything about gaming. <laughs> right. So we're just going okay. to keep it on that level. And if there's mm-hmm. gaming happening on the side, well, yeah. you know. You get what you can. Right. It'll yeah, okay. still do fine. Yeah. Yeah, it'll do it'll do fine. I mean all of it all of it will do fine. So okay, good. Uh boom, done. <laughs> Ryan Davis. Hey nerds, I'm in the classic buyer uh, weight it's, scenario. It's nerders now. Can you append that email? Hey nerders, I'm in the classic <laughs> buyer weight scenario. Oh, hmm. I was thinking this is the wrong year, but no, it is correct. GTX nine seventy. Oh, he has a nine seventy. And just upgraded to a fourteen forty P one forty four Hertz G Sync monitor. Mm, Obviously baller. nobody can say exactly when consumer volta will be released, but I was hoping you guys and girls could shed some light on upcoming events where NVIDIA is likely to tell us more about it. Thanks, Ryan. Wait. Yeah. CES. Really? That's your prediction? I would think- I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they tease it in some way. Yeah, yeah you know, like a, a blockbuster because they have the they do the CES keynotes every year. I wouldn't be surprised if this year they switch it up a little bit and maybe launch with 
the Titan level one first. Really? But Volta's already out, though, right? I mean, Volta, they're already seeding. Volta's been stuff. out in right. the business stuff for months now. So I wouldn't be surprised if at CES they go, hey, you can get a Volta uh, Titan Z for, oh, they already had that. It's Titan something for <laughs> $1,500. Here it is. And then a few months later from that, it starts trickling out to the lower things. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I think that's a good assessment, Brad, because I, I think um, CES will be a really big CES for uh, PCs, again, because PC is great, because um, you're going to have AMD Ryzen Mobile there. Yep. Um, you're going to have uh, Intel probably busting out. It sounds like they're going to be busting out their, hey, we got our AMD chip on our, our H, H, uh, H series, uh, 8th gen Whatever you call it, parts, right? I think those are probably coffee links. If you are NVIDIA and you go like, well, how do we possibly Maybe. crap on both NVIDIA and, in, uh, I mean, <laughs> crap on AMD and NVIDIA with the most splash that make will make everybody forget they even exist, <laughs> that would be coming out with a Volta part. The thing that also makes me think that is coming out at the same time is because the NVIDIA G-Sync HDR monitors that were originally announced at the last CES have all been pushed into 2018. Mm. And they go up to 4K at 144 hertz. Ooh. And even today's Titan XP will get you 60, but it won't get you 144. So they could have the Titan next-gen Volta, and they could say, hey, and here's these G-Sync HDR ones too, and this will drive it. So... Welcome to the future. Oh, yes. I like that. That does line up. I like this. That does line up really. So, yeah. So, wait till January. Wait till CES. Yeah. Incredible month for PCs. Well, uh, uh, on that same token, uh, Ricardo on YouTube, uh, he's saying he's really tempted to get a 1080 with all the deals, uh, but he's, he's going to try really hard to wait yeah. uh, until Volta. So, Brad, I mean, if things go the way that you think they're going to with the announcement, any announcement of CS being for like the biggest, you know, most splashy mm -hmm. thing they could go for, do you think the next time they would announce like the cut down versions of those cards would be like their what GTC conference in March? Do you think it would wait take that long? I wouldn't be surprised if it was a few months in, three or four months in. I mean, they're in no rush to do it right now. Like That's I think true. we discussed last week. Uh, Thanks to miners, they're selling every chip that they can make with what they got going right now. So, GTC's also typically been confined to professional use only. They yeah, try to keep but it they have separate. announced new uh, architectures there. Yeah. So I, I can see them slipping in like a little corollary. Yeah. Sim time. Similarly, GDC is right around the same time. Oh, that's and true. It would make more sense for that. That's true. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. But yeah. depending on your monitor, if you're looking for a 1440 monitor, uh, Get the GTX 1080. It kicks ass. Okay. And we, uh, there's no, we're not pushing the family podcast. We've given up. We're not going to get that Disney <laughs> deal. He gave up on the voice, hey! too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to just blow this name. Do it. Uh, it's Suhab Elaha. Elahi, I think. It's better than what I can do. Suhab Elahi. Hello, full nerds, or as Adam would say, nerd, nerdlets, nerders, nerders, nerdlets. Is what were your too. first rigs you built spec wise, and what do you oh. guys and gals personally use today? Oh, first machine you ever oh, built? Memory lane. Wow, I, I can't even remember. Mine was in the three eighty six days, but I don't remember any of the details. I was very young. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Like I, so I, I have very fond memories of 
two machines, and this oh, here we go. The first one is because Elena will like Grandpa this. Gordon. Yeah, I know. No, really. <laughs> so, like, if you know, uh, if the best place, look, if you're looking to score on hardware and you're looking for stuff, and you know, and not just hardware, but anything you want that's sort of like gray markety or fell off the back of a truck, mm-hmm. go to your friends who own restaurants. All restaurant. People who own restaurants, I don't know what it is, but everybody goes to restaurants to hawk stuff that they don't want. So my friend is like, hey. What? <laughs> what? Are like, we talking like American restaurants? Or are we talking like back All alley, Chinese, Chinatown matter. restaurants? Every single, re- well, I'm not talking like what? the stupid San Francisco restaurants where you're paying $500 for dinner. I'm talking about like a normal restaurant. You go in there. I've never Every bought restaurant hardware owner. Applebee's, Gordon. Restaurant owners get <laughs> well, the best. Well, you're missing out on the best deal. They get the best hookup. You know, all right, don't believe me. The best. <laughs> T-G-I-S. I, I will say. And I agree. <laughs> you're right. See, Brad knows. He knows. That's where you get the stuff. Now, I don't know where it came from, but I got one hell of a deal on a Pentium 166. It was $200. And see, you're like, what? You pay $200 for a Pentium 166? That was a hell of a deal. I mean, it was like a five hundred dollars CPU. No, I'm not saying anything about the deal. I'm just stuck on the restaurant part. Yeah, yeah. And I got it because I was at my fresh my friend who owns a restaurant is like, yeah, this dude's he's got some. You want to buy some Pentium chips? And I, actually, the dude had a two hundred. I worked at the he had a two hundred megahertz Pentium. Then. But some other his other friend bought it first, so I could only get the one sixty six. I was very happy with that. Oh man, I don't. As far as the video card goes, God, I think it was like some. Fahrenheit 1280 card. I don't know what it was. It was just some ancient old VLB card, I'm thinking. I don't know. I can't remember that. But actually, the one that I do remember all the specs for. None. This is, so that's probably like goes. So a Asus Pentium 2. It was built on a P2B. Famous motherboard. Awesome. And a Pentium 2 266. Was that? Yeah. 266 P226 that you could just, you know, you could do overclock it to, you know, by throwing a dip switch on the P2B. It was awesome. And the video card was, I think, God, what was it? It was a, it was a Voodoo Two, and I don't remember what the two D card was because nobody cared. <laughs> Some STB card, I think. Oh man! Nobody, anybody else? Uh, I'll go, but uh, it'll reveal me as only a partial nerd. Like maybe one quarter. Oh. It's very, very embarrassing, actually. So my first. It was an Xbox One X. Shh, quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> so my very first build wasn't until like wasn't let's see maybe about twelve years ago, ten years ago, because uh, up until then I'd always like futzed around in different systems. So like my first PC, I guess you could say, was like an eighty eighty eight <sighs> that my uncle didn't want anymore. So, you know, booting off a floppy drive, that kind of thing. And then, like, a 286 that I opened up and put, new, like, more RAM into and, like, things like that. So I would open up the systems. I would, like, play with it a little bit. But because things are so expensive at the time, like, I think my first Pentium PC was, like, $2,500. And that was on sale because that's how it was back then. I, I was too afraid to go the DIY route because if I, like, messed it up, I wouldn't be able to afford to replace the parts. So I waited till parts came down, and even then I went with a really modest build. It was just more of a, I want a new desktop system, I'm really only going to do basic computing on it, but I actually want to do it myself this time, the whole thing. Uh, Greenbit says that it, it was a Cyrix, hmm? the, the CPU. Which one? The Cyrix. I think it's a Pentium, right? What, I'm not sure. Which system is he talking about? The one you're talking about yeah. right now. It wasn't, no, it was a Pentium I thought about. 
It's a penny box you built? No, wait. No, no, the no. One 10 or 12 years ago? The one or 10 or 12 years ago was an Athlon. Oh, okay. No. So that was when like AMD and Intel were actually going head to head. Yes, but your on. credibility among the AMD fans were went up. Oh. I'm holding an Athlon processor from yeah. 2005 right now. That's yeah, I think I built mine in like 2006, <laughs> 2007. So like it was really modest. So it was like a budget Antec case, you know, the Athlon 6, X64 part, Athlon 64 part, uh, like four gigs of RAM probably because I was doing it hella cheap. Oh, hilarious part of this whole build was, you know, so credit card companies keep a profile on you, right? Like, or they have profiles like, okay, so you're about this age, you're this gender, you live in this part of the country. And so they kind of use that to predict what you're going to buy. So I placed an order at Zipsum Fly. I placed an order at Newegg. I placed orders at Tiger Direct for all my parts. Oh, my credit they, card got they frozen. Busted you. <laughs> my, they froze all my purchases because oh, they thought someone was doing fraudulent activity on my account. I was so no, upset. No, I've just been saving. I was so upset. I was like, no, don't be sexist. Uh, that's funny. That's why I buy all my computer parts at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, He's before you read the back, next baby, one, back, I think we back. have about 15 minutes left. Should oh, we oh, yeah. take them okay. some from the live crew instead? Uh, I'll, yeah, yes. I'll just say my, my first build was a 460 uh, with a i3. <laughs> I didn't have any money. Uh, I feel you, dude. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, here's one that, that Gordon will love. Uh, Neba Boy. Uh, is it okay to add a powerful gaming GPU to a 16 core 32 thread Xeon server rack? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how you're going to get it. Into he, he, the... he wishes he, sh he could game on it and they're super cheap these days. Yeah, no I just don't. I, I'm just trying to think. You could do it clearly. I'm just trying to think because you're talking Maybe about. You run putting, a Z on at home. Well, I do, but I'm just thinking. Uh, I'm just thinking like, but I run a, a desktop. He's talking about, you know, you yeah, know like a, a 3U or 2U. I, I'm, you could get it in there. I, <laughs> I guess if you could use a flexible PCI cable, it could work. I mean, but like, but when you're getting to an actual server, it gets a little weird with hardware. I mean, they're, they're clearly sort of, you know, single purpose machines. So it, it can get a little strange. So. All right, uh, we got another one from uh, Mad Max Q. Uh, he has a three-year-old PC looking to upgrade at some point. Any specific reason to wait three months, six months, one year? How old is his computer again? Three years. He doesn't. No what specs. Does he, what does he do on it, though? The, yeah, the, that's the, a hard. I think really that's really the, yeah. the what's going to determine it. I'm going to go against the crowd, and I think if you need it, like I always say, buy it now. But especially right now, because I think all the major revelations in the PC realm happened in the past year. We had Ryzen. We had Intel adopting more cores. If you buy a PC now, I think whatever comes out in three months or six months isn't going to be substantially better enough to have made the wait worth it. He said he's using it for gaming. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if he really wants to upgrade now, I would, and if he's living in like the states or the UK or somewhere where they are going to have crazy good deals, I would say definitely look for a good deal in this month and just go ahead and upgrade, like what Brad was saying. Right. Otherwise, oh, if I'm, he's happy with the experience, then he can just keep floating along until what? the mood strikes. Like five or six years ago, I saved my money and built a PC specifically on Black Friday, and I saved a third of the price of the yeah, PC. Yeah, it's the best. So now is the time. <laughs> yeah, and I would say do it too. Gaming rig, you know, yeah. really, there really is never, well, there are really bad times, but generally, now's a pretty good Going one. from a three year old, so yeah. we're talking one and a half generation old video card yeah. to something today, it's worth it. I mean, and last especially if you year, go up a step. You last know. year, I did that article where I think I built a super cheap gaming system for like 350 bucks 
based wow. on Black Friday deals. It's pretty crazy. sweet. Nice. So now's a good time. Uh, Jacob Flores says, uh, Bradfield's Intel is hoping to take some of NVIDIA's market share by getting a more robust graphics division. Do you think NVIDIA has any incentive to partner, to partner with AMD's Epic to bolster their product? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> That's not my area of expertise, one. Two, I think it's much more complicated than that when you get up into the server solutions. Uh, I think NVIDIA is looking to sell GPUs for GPU compute tasks, not necessarily pair them up with AMD's Epic processors. I think they're just going to look to keep kicking ass and, or kicking butt. Sorry, Mickey. And, uh, uh <laughs> GPU compute. All right. Uh, well, why don't you read some more, Gordon? And I get to do it quickly. I, okay, we're gonna go quickly. Go. Nvidia likes money. The only thing that Nvidia cares about is Nvidia money. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, uh, Chris Fong, I uh, love the full nerd. K U T G W. I'm not sure what that means. Assuming that cryptocurrency <laughs> mining. Oh, okay. Uh, assuming that cryptocurrency mining is a new reality we live in, and there's here to say, what do you what do you consider to be fair pricing for? RX 584 gig, RX 580, 8 gig, GTX 1060, 6 gig. Hmm. I would be looking to get those these days. I'm not sure when this question's from, but these days I would be looking to get something around the $260 range. Probably a GTX 1060 because uh, AMD prices are still a little bit more inflated than GeForce at this point because they're so much better at mining. So okay, so number three is our our recommendation: a GTX 1066 gig for 260 range. Also, PS uh, truck question for Gordon: What's his favorite Star Trek? Deep Space Nine. No question asked. (laughs) What? Deep Space Nine. What? Yes. Uh, This is from. I put it at number two. Commission what? B 2017. Hi, from Argentina in two weeks. I'll be traveling states for only 14 days. Oh, sorry. But anyway. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I plan to buy all computer parts uh, since they are way cheaper than back home. Uh, what worries most is GPU. I want a 1070 and the cheapest is Zotac Mini. It's around 415. Uh, but there are a few really bad critics of it on Newegg Amazon. So I look for the highest price one rated EVGA FTW 480. My problem is that I will be building my PC back home. So if it's broken, I will find out when it's too late. Should I listen to those few people who have had issues or go for the value for 415? What do you think? I would have split the middle personally. Do we care about, but I think it's really like, the question is, do we care about what people say on Amazon, Newegg, the, the uh, um, reviews? I, I actually do take that into account. Newegg more so than Amazon, just because I feel like most of the people who are visiting Newegg tend to be a little more technical, who understand the ins and outs of, or the ups and downs of PC building. Uh, sometimes I feel like with Amazon, you get people who just, like, just go, oh, I don't like it. You know, zero stars or one star, whatever. Box head, corner crushed, <laughs> one star. Yeah. Uh, and the feedback I've seen on Newegg tends to be more in depth, too. They actually outline what the problem was, what they tried to do to fix it, and how it ended up going, if they RMA'd it or whatever. So I do take that into account. I don't necessarily take it as gospel, though, because I also think that people who are happy with their cards don't necessarily write reviews. Yep. I agree with everything she just said. Thanks. Okay, I would say go for cheap. As long as there's a warranty and it's valid from where you live, it's fine. But Everybody gets bad sure cards. Yeah, I, it's going to be... probably going to be astronomically expensive, too, to send it back to the U.S. To yeah, that would stink. That's the problem. That's going to stink. If you're worried about it, spend an extra 10 bucks and get one that doesn't have as many questionable reviews. Yep. 
Yeah, Split but the middle. There, there are. I mean, those reviews are unfortunately are gamed, so that is a problem. Kai Swanson, for build idea, I would like to see you put together the smallest and quietest PC you can that uses an ATX size motherboard. For like next it. build, I am planning to go as compact as possible, but I'd like to have enough PCIe slots to add add cards for sound and new Wi-Fi standards, etc. Keep a good working show. Great question. And more than one hour is what he says. More than that one, what? He John. says, keep the show longer than an hour. Oh, okay. We'll there we John. go. You hear that, Sweet. John? <laughs> okay, good. Uh, this is from TD, which he wants to use. Brand new listener podcast. Just covered your podcast the last couple of weeks. Uh, plan to build an extreme gaming PC, and I've been struggling extreme. with a dis- decision on what CPU to pick. My budget is 5K. <laughs> <laughs> on gaming PC Gamer website, they recommend i9-7800X. I know that Brad said in episode 205, i9 is not for gaming. I assume that he meant i9 is not the current state of gaming, right? If so, what about the future state of gaming? Will game developers utilize the power of Core i9 for future games such as Cyberpunk 27.7? No. Um, my plan is to build a PC that can play ultra high games in 4K. I'm talking about heavy hitter games like Richard 3 and Cyberpunk 27.7. Besides, I also want a PC that can play next generation VR at ultra high settings. So do you think an i9-700X would be the best for the purpose? My concern no. is i9 has a base clock speed of 3.3. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And 77, the other option he was saying 7740X, this was in September-ish. So a little, little late, obviously, but. If Thoughts? he's looking for a pure gaming rig, which is what it sounds like, which again, nobody's a pure gamer, as you say, but if he's not looking to do video rendering tasks, if he's not looking to do computational stuff like that, I would 100% recommend the 8700K because Agreed. that's the top in gaming scores and that's more than enough threads that you're going to need. Yeah. Uh, 7700 or 8700K with a little bit of an overclock, a good CLC yeah. on there. Um, 1080 Ti, one or two? I know what Brad's going to say. One. One. One, one, 1080 one, Ti. One. I mean, the thing is, then you'll have so much money left over towards the monitor and all this stuff. A again, really nice monitor. Or buying a Volta when they come out at CES, right? There yeah, stash the extra money away and just wait for the next. There you go. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. So I think this is a case where this particular case would be good to wait. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're, in the, we're saying the i9 is a fantastic gaming chip. Frankly, it is faster than, than Threadripper for gaming tasks. But that is the wrong application for what you're doing. Games are just not yep. going to use 10 or 20 threads anytime soon, as, our, as far as I can see. And when that time comes, <laughs> a 10-core will be pretty damn cheap. So just do the 6-core right. part. Also, the money that you're saving by not building that out now, you can just put towards that future system down yes. the road. Yes. Uh, this is from... Oh, boy. Um, oh, this is somebody who's directly refuting what we just said oh, about you. Yeah. So from A Cut Yee says your, your show is interesting, but contain one wrong information. Most games only use one to two cores. Wrong. Old games use one to two cores. Never played Battlefield One, Mass Effect, Andromeda. These use four cores, eight threads. Mass Effect, Andromeda, and Battlefield One use all eight cores, sixteen threads. Well, load screen short. Most new games start from twenty sixteen using four plus cores. Mm. I, I could have swore I heard this when DirectX 12 originally launched two years ago. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, Most games are still one or two core dependent. Yes, there are more games that are coming out now that will use more cores if you have them available. Agreed. But that's still the minority. Yeah. You were talking 99% of PC games. Really, you don't need much more than a quad plus HT. So, tiny asterisk, little uh, corollary 
think about the kind of games you want to play when you're building your system. Right. And I think my feeling is like, look, we just told the, buy, the person not to buy a Core i9 because you're really sort of wasting the money, the resources. Put it towards what you need. Like, would you go for a Core i5 with a 1070 or a Core i7, we're talking old school, you know, quad cores, with a 1060? I would say go with the 1070. It's going to generally give you a better gaming experience, right? For 5K, I mean, you could get a really freaking nice monitor. Right. Do we have any more questions from live viewers? Uh, yes. Uh, Robert Azada, is Intel going to drop the Iris Pro GPU now that they are adding Radeon? I don't think that's determined yet. I really don't I, know. I've wondered that too, but it's not. Yeah, the, from what we know from this deal, no. But, you know, those whatever, the, who knows? I mean, clearly we everything's on the table. We right? haven't seen a new okay. Iris Pro part in a while. So. Yeah, well, it's Iris Plus now. Sorry. So, yes. It's worth keeping in mind, too, that uh, Intel is looking to boost up graphics, and this particular deal for this chip is for, like, a chip and a part kind of a deal. It's not like they're in close cahoots working together all the time going on. It's semi-custom chip, just like the Xbox or PlayStation. Yep. Um, same person. Same person. What? And the other one is, we are talking about Volta. Uh, what's your take on Volta and next-gen Vega? Should I wait for these cards? Jacob Griffith. That's old. Yeah. No, we just got that. Yeah, two weeks oh, ago. Oh, did we? Yeah. Almost a month ago. Wait for Vega to actually... Oh, maybe he's talking about uh, OEMs? Yeah, what's your take on Volta and next-gen Vega? Should I wait for these cards? Oh. Next-gen Vega. I would wait for custom cards on this-gen Vega before <laughs> I even start talking about that. Oh, boy. Yeah. Get the train ahead of it. Okay, uh, we'll read this one next time because we already got one of your questions in because I think we have like one minute before Landon has we to have get any, transported away. Do we have any more... What, what, one last uh, interesting questions. one. Uh, Ali QW8. Have any of you tried a f 240 hertz monitor? Uh, yeah, we have an Acer 1080p, like a 22-inch, yeah, 240-hertz panel. It's pretty sweet. Um, now, frankly, for my capabilities, my skill levels, no, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> is there is that a G-Sync monitor, I have to wonder? It is G-Sync, and it's made for uh, pro gamers, right? And there really are pro gamers. I know people don't believe it, but and they really can use that high frame rate with G-Sync. So it is it is nice if you're a pro gamer. The thing is, if you're going for a resolution that high is the G-Sync monitors have this technology called ultra low motion blur, which basically makes it so you can read the words on the screen as they're scrolling by. Because when you get to refresh rates that high, it can be really difficult to read, actually. So huh. if you're looking at that, I would recommend looking at G-Sync because that's actually a really cool technology. Yeah. And this one has ULMB. Is, yeah. is that so you can read people typing? really mean things to you in a game uh, it's more so like <laughs> say words scroll across the screen right then they'll look they look janky at super high resolutions it looks weird but if with ultra low motion blur it looks exactly how you'd expect it to so I, 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 I bet 4k 30 is just the perfect 4k sweet spot 30 now. that's why that's yeah. why you need it you don't yeah. need more than 30 <laughs> frames a second all right why don't you take us out okay uh all right look we're right almost on time okay so 
uh, we promise that if you send us more questions, we will answer them in a more timely fashion. Yes, we really we will. will. Yes, yes. Uh, and yes. we will tell you where to, re- to send it to us. So check back in two weeks for your Fix a PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes. Also leave a review there, please. If you do, I will do more Mickey Mouse impressions. Uh, you can also do Google Play or Stitcher. Send questions and comments to the Full Nerd at PCWorld.com. See, we just read them. Of course, it took a couple months, but we did. We will read them. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Maung with Brad Charkas. Adios. Eleni. Bye, everyone. And Adam will take us out. See you later, nerders.